2: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
1: This is the Big K Morning Show. A week away from Christmas. Some deadlines. They're saying you got to ship stuff through the mail. you got to get it in, like, now. Well, you haven't bought anything to ship,
3: so it doesn't matter to you. Neither have I, by the way. I haven't bought one thing. Nothing? Nothing. My wife loves it. What are you going to do? Honestly, I sit there with my wife. I did this Saturday and Sunday. Honey, rather than me just guessing, because I'll write her a poem, because you know I'm a poet. Very romantic. So I, I hear. Well, I tell you I love you. I get no response. Um, I'll write her a nice poem and get some chocolates, but the gifts, we literally sat on the couch, and I said, what do you want? And we picked them out. And order them, and she's having them shipped. Now I know that's not romantic or Christmas-like, but
1: but you'll make up. You for get settled
3: it. into a, a marriage, and you want her to have stuff she likes rather than my idiotic taste. And I have no taste other than and in her, obviously. Why waste her time and mine? And that's what we do, and it works. So you're going to make up for it with a romantic poem? Oh yeah, and some. You know what I'm saying, brother? Some action Jackson. You know what I mean, man? You know. You know what I'm saying, Larry? Some romance. Action, Some rumble in the jungle. You know what I mean, Larry?
1: Samantha. Meanwhile, How you, doing? you know what we used to do? Oh. We used to go down the big box stores, Gimbals, Kaufman's Horns, downtown. 12 floors in Kaufman's of stuff. Your wife wants this simple
3: exercise machine. I've sent you it. I've sent the specs, the price. Your people have have it in stock. I checked. I you get getting a no
1: discount. I or whatever.
3: See? See, this is why. It we'll does discuss. It. This is why. Meanwhile. All right. Brandon McKinley, good morning, brother. How are you? Hey, good morning, Marty and Larry. Good morning. He's um, one of the best writers in the country and very observant about what's happening at Pittsburgh and uh, writes a lot of this stuff in the editorials of the Post Gazette, which has been spot on recently. Hey, man, check this out. This just came in. I love Brandon, by the way. He's amazing. Um, one of my boys who works the streets downtown. Mm-hmm. Says this, and I'm I'm reading verbatim. The kids from the street say, "Quote, downtown is the new hood." End quote. That's disheartening to hear, is it not, Brandon?
2: Yeah, certainly. I mean, um, you know, it's uh, it's the the nerve center of the city, and that means that it's particularly economically important. But it's also it's also the, the place that has to be kind of tended the most carefully um, because uh, it, it's, it's the place most likely to um, to, uh, to 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 it, it can attract very good and very bad uh, activities. <laughs> I guess I'll leave it at that.
3: No, no, you're right. And, and let me say this. So this shooting happens in the inside the Arby's. And so now the police department's blaming Arby's because they don't have cameras in there. And then the mayor comes out and says, this is an isolated incident. None of that's fair in my
2: world. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I, I think that if there had been a, a tradition or a culture of openness about these things from the city, people might be more willing to accept the idea that this is an isolated incident. And maybe isolated in the sense that it was just, you know, some random dispute that got violent and happened to be downtown. But everybody, you know, <laughs> Being dismissive like that, whenever everybody knows that there are major public safety concerns downtown, um, it it doesn't actually help. It makes you it makes the public feel like things are being swept under the rug and not treated with the seriousness, seriousness it deserves.
3: By the way, uh, your piece, and I'll read this headline two years in Ganey has no coherent response to police uh, struggles. Spot on, sir. From staffing to enforcement, you name it. They're all over the map, are they not, Brandon?
2: Yeah. So um, I mean, th- this is a these are these are struggles in cities all over the country, um, and uh, and yet uh, what we see here, uh, and this is something that I'm, I'm sure you guys have heard, and I've heard time and again, the focus of the administration's response is entirely on optics. Yep. It's entirely on uh, appearing, on appeasing as many political interests as possible in order to secure re-election in, in a year and a half. Um, and so that's resulted in no actual strategy for police. It's a political strategy. But the political strategy has ended up resulting in this incoherence where, on the one hand, uh, we're kind of whistling past the graveyard on staffing, yep. um, while on the other hand, developing kind of very high-pressure, uh, high-impact uh, new units and tactics because, and and I, you know, while I don't necessarily approve of that concept, I understand that Chief Scarado is dealing with a lot fewer resources than he would like to. Um, and yet at the same time, he can't say that because it would, it would upset the mayor's more progressive base uh, who want there to be fewer cops. And so, you end up with, with words that don't match actions, actions that um, that uh, contradict words, and nobody, including the, the, the officers on the streets themselves, have any idea what's going on.
1: Brandon, can you wow. stick around for a few more minutes? Yeah, always. I want to ask you also with, how you react when people say, oh, everything's fine downtown. <laughs> Brandon McGinley yeah. uh, with the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. More on the Big K Morning Show next. Getting reaction about that sale. More details coming up with Paul Rasmussen at the bottom of this half hour. Meanwhile, we continue our conversation with the Post-Gazette's reporter, Brandon McGinley, on our Disc Institute of Pittsburgh Newsline.
3: The editorial page guy who's the guru, man. Brandon, let me read this from your piece regarding police reform and police planning, police strategy. But the truth is, there is no strategy at all except for trying to gaslight everyone just long enough to win re-election in 2025. Wow. Explain that, sir.
2: Yeah. So, you know, like I was saying, you know, they, there's, there's an attempt to, 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 to appease everybody, to make it appear. Uh, here, here, here's, a, here's a concrete example for you. The Matrix police staffing study that came out that said that we had one third too many patrol officers, that Pittsburgh police showed up too quickly to uh, to crime scenes, Um, that uh, and and that um, that that police had too much free time on their hands. Um, (laughs) The yeah the um, I saw that. Administration came out. The administration came out and said. Well, we, we, we're grateful for the study. It has some interesting insights, but there's no way we're going to – you know, we, we don't agree with the idea of dropping patrol officers by a third. Well, it doesn't take too much asking around to, to find out that um, actually full staffing at each of the six zones is considered to be 90, 90 officers, and they are down to at most 60. They, so despite <laughs> saying that they disagreed with this aspect of the study – it has been quietly implemented and in this in zone six down where i live <clears throat> excuse me in brookline beach view yep over in the west end which is the biggest zone yep. and also the safest zone We're at less than half of full staffing. Under 45 officers are assigned there. Um, And so on the one hand, we have um, telling everybody, oh, no, we're not going to do this. This is too radical to appease kind of everyday Pittsburghers, while in fact quietly implementing it in order to show off to the kind of progressive base that actually we are um, reducing, uh, uh, radically reducing uh, staffing, uh, on the streets. And again, this is at the same time that the administration came in and said that they wanted to emphasize community-based policing. Well, you can't do community-based policing if you don't have any community-based policing.
3: Yeah, but here's what they would say to you when you know this, we don't like him. They don't like us. Crime's down, homicide's down, downtown is better. I mean, I've heard that verbatim about you, about the Post-Gazette and about your work. Respond. Yeah. 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 I mean, and and their data, they say we're better
2: off and you're full of crap. Yeah, I saw I saw complaints like that the other day that the Post Gazette is constantly harping on these things. And here's the thing. Here's the truth. Um, I I wrote a piece just a few months ago, probably like the biggest thing that's actually appeared on the editorial page about downtown and other things that appeared on the editorial page about downtown have been very balanced. I'll tell you, I don't think it's as bad as some people say it is. And I've written that. We've written that, especially on weeknight evening, on on weekend evenings. You go downtown for dinner and a show. It's at least as nice as it's ever been. The issue, and this is really problematic for several reasons, is more 10 a.m. on a Tuesday than 10 p.m. on a Saturday. And the And that is one of the things that's keeping office workers from coming back downtown, which is going to continue to depress the value of commercial real estate downtown, which is going to have a massive, massive impact on the city's tax base. But but by the way, some
3: naysayers suggesting revenue could be down up as much as 25%. Is that fair?
2: was yeah, that too high yeah, yeah yeah i mean i i i never remember the number exactly but i think it's at least a third of the city's uh, real estate tax base oh. is in the golden triangle wow. and so as if that gets written down which is going to happen um then we're going to see and, and we're also going to see whether there's a reassessment or not there's going to be a shifting of the tax burden from commercial real estate to residential real estate
3: and now they can blame um, it on business not caring but when uh Arby's leaves, and a pen little sub shop leaves. No one gives a damn. But at the end of the day, this is major erosion. Six businesses ready to be for six buildings ready to be foreclosed on downtown. Yeah. It's big.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And and I you know want to stress these are issues across the country. Yep. But what we've seen here is more happy talk than actual action. Nice. And and I'll and I also say, by the way, that one of the organizations that deserves a lot of credit. For keeping downtown much better than it might be otherwise, is the Pittsburgh Downtown Partnership. Yes, you know they have they have bent over backwards yep. to work with this administration. Um, they're 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 very savvy, and they um you know they're responsible for like the clean teams downtown, yep. especially in some of the really high traffic areas. Um, it gives downtown a sense, a visible sense that it's being cared for. So kudos to them.
1: Brandon McGinley, Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. Thank you for your insight and appreciate your time.
3: You're a bad man (laughs) in a good way. You're a bad man in a good way. (laughs) I appreciate it. My (sighs) man.
0: Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact.